Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that's all. again yet for another week of love lust and badass soul and for all of that and what that brings and entails you know who's coming with me that's the lovely miss aj (laughs) badass jones is in the building what's going on aj hi 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 how are you i'm tired black and yeah that that's that's enough in america that that's enough (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely happy to be back for our next episode. I think this one is going to be a lot of fun. Exactly. Exactly. It should, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, To mix it up, rather than just answer questions, we are going to start this one off with our top five most favorite, bestest in the world, r- romance, <laughs> <laughs> romance slash sex, sex scenes in movies or TV. I'm going to let ladies first, as always. What's your number five? Okay, so I'm going like way, 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 way back in time. And maybe I'm dating myself by doing this, but I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with any questions that come from that. Um, but my number five is from 1988. Uh, it's a movie called Tequila Sunrise with Mel Gibson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Have you ever seen that movie? Absolutely. Tequila Sunrise? Okay. First of all, tequila is my Great. favorite drink. So anything that has tequila in it, I'm, I'm going to check out. <laughs> but But go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. So I don't know if you remember the hot tub scene where he's explaining to her about his business endeavor with the rubber hoses and the pipes and the piping. And then the next thing you see is that there's a scene where there's a plastic sheet being pulled down, water being splashed out. He lifts her out of the water and puts her on the edge of the hot tub and just, oh Lord, starts giving it to her. There's steam rising and water everywhere. and. It's just like jazz music playing in the background. Um, there's no conversation between the two of them. He picks her up and starts to walk towards the house, and she's just wrapped around him like latex. Sexy. It's one of my favorite scenes. You, I don't get speechless that often, but <laughs> you, you have a habit of doing it. Nonetheless, uh, I'm going to get into my number five. My number five. And just because I was, I don't, I think I was like 11 or 12 when this came out, but I thought this was like, the scene did it for me. And that is Denise Richards and Neve Campbell in uh, Wild Things, their sex scene. I love that scene. Um, (laughs) I I think there are a lot of people in my age bracket who just went crazy for that scene at the time, Uh, even though nowadays Neve Campbell is shaped like SpongeBob. But nonetheless, back then, it was a very good scene. Yeah. Is shape like SpongeBob? Wow. Like SpongeBob. Well, you know, I think she's actually, I think she's actually gotten back in shape. But yeah, for a period there in the early two thousands, it was not pretty. Um, but what? What's your number four? Uh, my number four. Um, okay, so my number four is more of a romance, something that's romantic. Uh, and I know because we discuss relationships a lot, I think that it's really important 
um, when you're in a relationship to pay attention to the things that are important to your partner in the big ways and even in the small ways. Um, so my segue into the movie that I've picked for number four is a romantic scene in the movie A Walk to Remember. Um, I think her name is Mandy, Mandy Moore. She's a singer, like a teen pop singer. Um, she plays a young lady who's dying of cancer and the young man that's interested in her, um, she has a bucket list of things that she wants to do before she dies. And so he's fallen in love with in love with her and he endeavors to um, tackle her bucket list. So one of the things on her bucket list is that she wants to be in two places at one time, which for all intents and purposes physically is impossible. So one night he picks her up, um, you know, they're driving along a country road, the stars are out. They stop just before, I think, a set of railroad tracks. They get out of the truck and he tells her, he, he pulls her over and um, tells her to straddle the line that's in the middle of the road or the rail the railway. So she does that. And then she's like, why? Why are we doing this? And he's like, now you're in two places at one time. You're in Virginia and West Virginia. And I thought that that was just so beautiful. He paid attention to what was most important to her and he gave thought and consideration to, you know, I want to do these these things for her because I love her. How do I figure this out? And he actually took the time and effort and patience to make that come to fruition. Like, I think that's just so beautiful and romantic. Yeah, I, I, and, and my number four is, is very much a romance scene rather than the sex scene also. And that's the scene from Ghost with the pot, pottery clay that is just it seriously and i was i pff, god knows i was young as hell when this when that movie came out for sure but um there's there's just it you feel the love between the two characters in there and uh that movie in general is just a, it's a great romance movie that that you know he she meant that that much to him um but yeah it, it's a great scene i don't know anyone who, who would not think that that's just a great romantic scene so that's my scene for sure yeah you're absolutely right absolutely right and I'm, um, I'm, go ahead. No, I was just going to in- introduce you into doing your number three. So go ahead. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to go back to um, a sex scene. And I had a, I had a really hard time because I was stuck between two uh, for my number three. But I'm going to go with what my number two would have been for my number three. Uh, and that's the the sex scene in Belly, DMX and Terrell Hicks. Uh, yeah, that's her name, Terrell Hicks. Um, where she takes, she answers a call and some young chick is talking to her and telling her how she sucked his, her dick's, her man's dick and this, that, and the third. And she gets pissed. And it's just such a sexy scene because she's wearing like white lingerie and there's like a blue light on her complexion. A lot of his mercy. Like, yeah, she could get it. Like, definitely. So she goes in the bathroom and she's cussing at him he comes out of the shower naked she throws a towel at him and he just gets like rough with her and you know you could tell that she kind of likes that you know like when you talk loud to your man and then he's like you know you better bring your voice down a couple of notches or you're gonna get it uh she didn't care and then he fucked the shit out of her and at the end of the scene sorry my mouth sorry (laughs) at the end of the scene she collapses in the bed like jeez louise that was some could dick like for the argument that was worth the stress that was worth that little chicken head calling on the phone like oh totally elation but yeah that's i love it i love it when you really get into what you're talking about and that accent comes out priceless priceless like you just you just went full i thought she was getting ready to scream bumble clot at somebody but Oh my god. Uh, 
kill me. Oh man. You know, I'm so hard to control it because when I when I am excited or passionate about something, I'm just excitable. Like for real, like yeah, the yard, the Jamaican really comes out. So yeah, there'll be no bumble clotting on this show. <laughs> I'm gonna get it out of you eventually. I, that's that's my duty. Before this podcast stops, no matter how long it goes, we can do this podcast for ten years. I'm going to get it out of you at some point. I am. You 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 underestimate my ability to draw things out of people. I will put you to the test. Put that's you to fine. the test. That's fine. That, that is absolutely fine. But <laughs> to get into my what are we on number three now? My number three is a scene from Pretty Woman and that is earlier in the movie Julia Roberts character had said that her only rule is no kissing because it's too intimate and in one of their sex scenes what does she do but kiss Richard Gere flat on the mouth and it was a mix between sex and romance but it's when she fully let herself go into being in love with this man dope scene Julia Roberts one of the most beautiful women ever in history and I'm not usually attracted to the Caucasians. She definitely, definitely is a beautiful woman. So that's my number three. Pretty woman. Very good choice. Very, very, very good choice. Um, so what are we at now? Number two. Yes. Okay. Ma'am. So can we do like five with an honorary mention? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So my number two, um, dun, 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 is the uh, sex scene in The Matrix Reloaded with Neo and Trinity. Okay. So they're in Zion. This crazy drumming rhythmic beat is playing in the background. And while that's happening and people are gyrating and dancing and bouncing up and down and rubbing on each other and all them good things there, you see this intimate scene that's happening. (laughs) Don't smile at me. You see this intimate scene that's happening between (laughs) Neo and Trinity. Um, and, and you don't actually see them like, you know, full on having sex, but you kind of get the idea of what's happening. Um, and for me, like the most intense part of it is when the, the beat climaxes, they climax. It's like everybody comes at the same time. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely love it. It's a very orgasmic scene. That's my number two. Speaking of orgasmic <laughs> scenes. This movie as a and it's funny I keep coming back to I guess because I'm so debauched as an adult that like stuff doesn't even catch me off guard anymore so the last time that I really got that feeling was when I was in my preteens and teen era but when I saw this movie and when I saw this scene it, it's basically the whole movie all throughout the movie I just my jaw was dropped almost constantly and that is a movie called Bound with Jennifer Tilly and um gina i forgot the the other woman's name in the scene but the lesbian yeah gene gershaw uh gina gershaw the yeah yeah, the lesbian sex scene in that movie by god and i'm gonna move on because i i refuse (laughs) to let myself go too far down into the debauchery but go ahead what's your number one no explanations no no i'm just mm, (laughs) No, we're just going to leave that alone. Okay. So my number one sex scene uh, is from the movie Nine and a Half Weeks with Kim Basinger and Mickey Rourke when they're in the kitchen and they're using every food item humanly possible. You know, I'm a fan of cucumbers and all that kind of good stuff, but they're (laughs) using every item humanly possible to tease and tantalize and devour 
one another and the food. Like there's honey, there's jam, there's peanut butter, there's just like smoked salmon. Like there's just food. Like, and it's just, I don't know. I guess I, I think about the passion of like um, chefs and the way that they manipulate foods, the way that they combine items. There's just something really sexy about that. Um, and then the scene in Nine and a Half Weeks when they're in the kitchen and he's feeding her their fingers everywhere and just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's for those people who like the women cherries and chocolate syrup type of deal. You know, yeah, yeah. when they want to go fancy and creative. So it's one of those kind of, it's just a lot more involved. <laughs> Food in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> but my, my number one, <laughs> my number one is going to be, it's a mix. This, it's everything that's me. It has romance. It has a little nerd, nerdiness in, involved in it. Um, and it's a scene from Empire Strikes Back, which is a Star Wars movie. And it's simple. It's it's very simple, and it, it it's very much my personality. Anyone who who knows that side of me knows that I'm I'm a very confident person. Um, so I say sh- shit like this. But it was a scene in which Princess Leia, right before Han Solo is about to get frozen in carbonite, which if you're listening to this and know what that means, hats off to you. But right before he's about to get frozen, she says, "I love you," and his response, "I know." dope ass it's just you you do you not know the scene i do know the scene oh yeah it's the same carbonate i'm like doesn't everybody know it (laughs) sorry (laughs) but yeah but so it's just like i said yeah it's 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 my number one because i i just think it's just a dope line and it it's very much me that's something i would do so that's my number one so is that your way of saying that if somebody tells you that they love you, you're like, yeah, I'm good, I know. No, no, I mean, in I won't always <laughs> respond to it that way, but I will sometimes, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like you, confidence you in the confidence. It's Absolutely. It's, it's me. And so, I mean, hey. So are we doing an honorary mention since you have more on your list? Yeah, go ahead. Give me an honorary mention. Um, okay, so one thing I have to tell you about myself, um, I'm not a, a chick flick kind of girl. Mm-hmm. I like action movies. I like science fiction. Um, I am not a fan of romantic movies. If there are hardcore sex scenes, love scenes in it, but there's like a lot of guns mixed in, I'm a happy camper. If it's all romance, I can't do it with you. But with that being said, um, my honorary mention is actually a romantic movie that I think most women on the planet really like, uh, and a lot of men as well. It's a scene from The Notebook, Ryan Gosling and, and Rachel McAdams, um, where he comes home from the war, he's building this house for her. She doesn't know that he's been writing her while he's away because her mother is a miserable witch and has been keeping them apart. And so when she finds out that he's been writing her all these letters, she goes to see him, it's pouring rain outside. She's trying to explain her side of things. He's basically telling her that he's always loved her and she's like, I can't be with you. And in the pouring rain, he says to her, um, she says, but everything was over. And he's like, it wasn't over and it's still not over. And he grabs her in the rain. Rain is pouring on water everywhere. And he kisses her, a lot of mercy. That is a kiss that was felt across the planet, I guarantee you. Like, there's every woman on the planet that wants to be kissed that way. It was just beautiful. (sighs) Tears. My honorary mention would be Risky Business. The scene on the train with Rebecca D. Marnay and Tom Cruise. By God, that would be my honorary mention. That was just, yeah. That was a dope scene. It really was. Yes, it really (laughs) on your list very nice i am the movie man i am the movie man uh 
I definitely have to give my hat off to you. You you brought up some movies. I was like, are people even gonna know what that like? I don't know if a lot of people know about this business. And you like a lot of movies from like the '90s, which is great. I do. That, that, so uh, just a little peek behind me because I do talk about uh, movies a lot on on this podcast. Is that movies were me and my dad every Friday from the time as early as I can remember until I was sixteen. Went to the movies every single Friday and saw something. We called it Men's Night Out, and it was a night where away from my sisters, away from my mom, we w- he would pick me up from school. We'd go get dinner at either old charlie's or uh, a barbecue place and we would go see a movie and we did that every single friday for that long of my life so yeah that is absolutely beautiful and to this day like we to this day like me and my dad talk well we talk i literally talk to my dad probably about three times a week maybe even more than that if i really if i count text and we're in communication all the time but if we're talking it's either about sports my kids or movies that's it so uh (laughs) And very rarely politics, which me and my dad, I, we both, we get so frustrated with certain things, so we don't talk politics very much, but yeah, so. <laughs> but, uh, ah, thank you, thank you. Let's get in to the second half of this podcast now, where we answer some questions. And I got, I got some good ones this week. I'm, I'm proud of myself for, for some of these questions that came up. Like, I'm just looking at some of these questions that came in, and I'm just like, I have to do literally no thinking this week because these questions came in um the first one is going to be a a doozy and oh, and, and so <laughs> so we got an email from someone who met a person on tinder uh, it was a man who met a woman on tinder so um our first question uh, uh, a young man went out on a date um that with the with the lady he met on on tinder Okay. He shows up for the date and this beautiful, this woman that he just thought was beautiful and gorgeous had a voice deeper than his. Turns out transsexual. So my question to you is based off this. And I, I mean, and I don't really want to take the young man's question and not really. I mean, well, he, he emailed it and he didn't really have a question. But I mean, just to, to come off the story and, and to turn it into something we can answer and, and try to um, quantify is that in this day and age with the gender neutrality that some people are trying to push which i won't even get into my thoughts on that how much is too much to question um before you go on a first date with someone i made the suggestion with and and this is i'm I'm as serious as funny as this is gonna sound you know how every parent has that nude picture of their kid at some point in their lives i need to see that picture before i go before i would ever consider going out on a date with someone i need to see that picture um what what would but what 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 would you do or suggest or like what are your thoughts is hearing about the situation and then how do people stop from this from running into a situation like this you know it's really funny the first thing that actually comes to mind is you know the universal complaint that women have that men are always sending dick pics in the dm right yeah and it's funny because what comes to mind right now in this particular situation is you should be sending gentle pics to people to kind of clear up <laughs> what your gender is. And I know that sounds ludicrous, but that's that's the first thing that came to mind um, when you asked that question. You know, in this day and age, like it's just you have men that look like women, women that look like men, men that have both sexes. They've got breasts and a penis. Then you've got women who have no breasts and they've got their ovaries so they can live as a man, but still have babies. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, I think that because people, less people are meeting face to face right off the bat and people are meeting virtually online. I almost want to say that I don't think it's absurd within the first, like before you meet the person to ask them for a nude picture. And, and if you would ask me this question 10 years ago, I wouldn't have this answer. But the world has changed so much that a large percentage of relationships that start, start online. People get catfished. Sometimes the person that you meet is the, is exactly who they are. Sometimes the person used to be, be a man and, and you're only out when you meet them. No, don't. <sighs> I'm stuck. I don't know what the right answer to this question would even be. What are your thoughts about it? I mean, and, and this is where it's like, okay, how insensitive do you be? Because, you know me, I'm very flat out. Like, is it, is it almost at the point now to where you have to ask? <laughs> have to ask like what were you born as like and I, that would offend some people but it's like are we at that point now to where you where you have to do that like it it i don't know it's it's such a weird situation to be in and one that i for sure have never been in um but in this day and age and as you know my kids are younger and they get older and all this stuff with gender being fluid which i don't even really think is a thing like it it's just it's it's crazy times. Like that's all I can yeah. all I can say is just and more importantly, I would I would talk to this person who is transsexual and say, be honest and upfront. Like my thing is is why and I get it that that some people who are transsexual feel like, <laughs> well, people don't have to say, Yes, I'm a man, so why should they say, Hey, I was born as, as such and such? But you have to be honest with people to what they're getting into and, and you you hear the the conversations happening with, where is it sexist or is it um i forgot the word for it like if if you if you feel like a transgender person has to disclose that they're transgender absolutely absolutely you have to at least that's my feeling on it but you know it's it's, it's no different than heterosexuals it's like you're sending a nude you're basically disclosing that yes i've got breasts yes i've got a pussy these are the parts that i was born with or whatever the case may be it really isn't any different and and I, to some degree i do agree with you that they have to disclose the reason i'm saying this is there was a, a a man that i was dating years ago and um like long after we broke up you know we were still friends we talked on a very regular basis he called me one night at some very weird hour of the morning so i thought that something was wrong so he's like um, I just beat up somebody. Fuck, what? Why? What happened? So he had been talking to this young lady. Um, they met online. They had been talking. They had FaceTimed. The whole, so he's seen her. And for, for him, um, in his mind, what registered... So she suggested that they get together. She invited him to her apartment. He went by one evening. Of course, he figured, you know, it's late night. Things are going to go on and whatever the case may be. Um, so he goes over, let's say it's like 11 o'clock at night or what have you. And they're kissing and things are happening and things are moving quickly. And she stops and she says to him, there's something I need to tell you. And he's like, okay, what's the problem? She And then she proceeds to explain to him that she has a dick still and that she was born as a, a, a man, but she's going through the process of the change. He said, Abe, the only, my first reaction was I punched her in the face. Well, he's like, well, not her, him. He's like, and then he's mad because he doesn't know what to call her, him, them. And he just went on a rant. He's like, I was so mad. Like he said, he felt violated. That is, that is my only concern is like <sighs> duping people into believing something, you know, like if you're comfortable with the fact that you're transgender, if you are okay with the choice that you've made, why would you not disclose that to someone? Like what difference would it make at that point? 
This is something that you're stating to the world that I was born as one gender. I've proudly become another gender. Not disclosing that, I almost feel like that's lying. Like you should tell the person. Yeah, and I'm, I'm right there with you. It, I'm, I'm all with being upfront, especially like, and not just with with gender. Like, like being like if you're HIV positive, I think that should be something that someone should be able to know if they're going to deal with right from the get-go you hear some people who are like well i wanted you to get to know me for me first no i and i get that too but that's something you need to disclose a from the jump and i just feel like that with the with a lot of things and um honesty always helps and the thing is is that even if you are honest and it does turn people away that person wasn't for you anyway so why dupe them into believing your one thing just so later on they can go about their business like let them know up front that way you can know if you want to put your time in them and they know if they want to put their time in you there's no point in hiding it yeah i think people do that to try to prevent people from walking away but there's nothing stopping the person from walking away even after you've told them so it could be months it could be years and you say one day honey there's something i need to tell you i was born as a man that doesn't stop the person from leaving because you've been together for however long they could still be pissed and leave even if they do love you exactly exactly and that shock alone may make you i mean because you're deceiving them that may make if they would have maybe considered it beforehand they're definitely gone now because you deceived them um but yeah i think i think we hit that one i think we've touched all bases on that one you ready to move on to the next question absolutely all right so the, the next question is at what point do you should you be able to tell whether someone want you to be assertive when it comes to sex or if they're legitimately not interested in having sex with you and i had a conversation with this man and he said basically he feels it's not up to him he, he feels like it's a game when women uh act like they may not want want to because they want a man to be assertive or be forceful he says i'm not about that life i'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna disseminate that that's not for me i feel like if you want to have sex you should just say you want to have sex I'm of two minds with this one, but I want to know the woman's perspective on this first. Miss Jones, what do you think? Uh, yeah. Um, I think that as women, we enjoy the cat and mouse. I think we enjoy a little bit of the chase um, and the buildup in the anticipation. I think as weird as it is, and as, as, you know, even for the confident women, it's nice to know that there's something animalistic in a man that craves you not just like you know he kind of wants to lay down with you you know he wants to have sex with you or make love with you but there's something in him that just on a very carnal level just desires everything about you and and by any means necessary i mean short of taking it against your will but he's coming for it and he's letting you know that like you know when a man says to you i'm gonna fuck the shit out of you you know what i mean even if he chuckles afterwards you're like oh shit <laughs> you get a little bit you get a little, bit, you, get a little bit, you get a little bit excited you know what i mean it, it 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 makes things a little bit um wet i do think that women shouldn't play games like in terms of like we we put out signals you know um sending mixed signals is definitely a no-no you know send the right signals let him know that yes this is the proper the proper chase yes i'm open and i'm receptive to your advances you know give him the right cues don't send mixed messages that's that's the part that i'm not in favor of um those kind of games are very different than the teasing flirting being coy you know i i brush against you my ass gently rubs against your crotch 
and there's enough space for me to get around you, but I'm saying to you, there isn't enough space. So, you know, I had to back up against you a little bit. Those kind of flirtatious signals, not, the, you know, so I do that. And then you kind of hold me and squeeze me. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't touch me. That's a mixed message. You know, like if I brush against you, yeah, you can grab on me a little bit. You know, I'll protest a little bit. Um, but yeah, the, the, the negative um, mixed messages are not a good thing. Um, the problem I think for him might be, though, if he's not a little bit assertive, he's going to miss out on the cues. If he's not a little bit assertive, he's going to miss out on the opportunity. Um, I don't care what woman it is. Every woman to some degree or other likes a man that is strong and confident and has the ability to take charge, even if he doesn't always exercise it. I, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that one. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I pretty much agree with you there. It, it, it's uh, it's it's. You have to, I, and I, I feel like both sexes have times where they need to be assertive. Like you said, women are a little bit more sleight of hand with it, um, but it is something very primal about about it, and you need to get into that every once in a while. That primal aspect of sex is such a just, it, it, it just goes into a part of you that you don't really get to get out nowadays in society in any other way, and it has to come out. As, like some people get it out by, by sports or working out or whatever but yeah it's just something so base level human about that that i think everyone needs to uh needs to go into sometimes that's just my personal opinion and but you definitely have to i think you have to learn uh a whoever your partner is you have to know what their cues are um yes but you also have to be in touch with yourself i think a lot too to know like hey i do have this part of me and it's okay to have it. I'm perfectly okay to have it with this person. Like you can't just go around choking everybody. But you got you got you got you got to know when to choke the person oh, you're with. Yeah. Mind yeah. uh, between like erotic and a jail sentence. So you definitely definitely have to know who you're playing around with. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So that 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 would be my answer there. Um. Are you into choking, CEO hates? Yeah, fuck it. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, oh, I want to clap hands. Hold on. Yay! <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and you got to you got to get a you got to get a handful of hair every once in a while too. Like it's nothing like being behind like and you have your hands on the on the hips and you leave one hand on the hip and you just reach back in in the in in the the scalp and you just give a nice strong firm yank i feel like it sends all the the moisture running down but um so you finally got me you got me to go into it damn you aj you got me to go into it (laughs) 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 all right our next question is 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 more of a relationship question than a, a sexual question and that is um this one is from a young lady who I guess after hearing our last last podcast, some people sent states, names, addresses. Like I got I got too, almost too much information. <laughs> oh, oh man, this lady, this this woman was talking to a man. Um, they dated previously, broke up, got back together, uh, and well, no, they didn't get back together. They got back in contact, and now. In their communication, he's he's kind of holding off them getting back together because he feels he needs to get something right in himself first before he does so. And she wants to know what's the amount of time that she should wait for him to get his stuff together or where she should just move on 
and do her. Can I, I I'm, can I take this one first as the man? I, I'm going to take this one first if that's okay with you. Please do. All right. Please do. My opinion on this is I think that if you feel like it's worth the wait for one, then wait. Uh, how long is up to you? I mean, of course, you don't want to be nobody wants to be strung along for a long time. But I think you have to sit back and really look at the situation, look at what you want versus where he's at and what he's telling you he wants and kind of decide of. Okay, is this something that I'm worth waiting for? Because time is precious. I fully believe time is precious, but I also believe that if that person is for you and they're having the right of mind to at least say, hey, I can tell it's not you. There's something with me that I need to get right before I decide to be with you. I think they're, 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 that's very respectful because a lot of people, respectable, because a lot of people would say, F it, I'm going to try to work on it while I'm with this person and maybe mess themselves and the other person up more. Um, so I, I, I would like to commend the young man with the fact that he's at least aware enough to realize, okay, let me get me together. But what are your thoughts on how long the young lady should wait? You know, I always have a relatable story for it seems like for every question that's asked. Um, so I'm going to tell a quick story first. Okay, so like, oh Lord, 16, 17 years ago, uh, I was dating this man. We had been together for uh, just under two years, and I didn't feel like the relationship was going anywhere. Um, and I just wasn't willing to waste more time. So I ended our relationship. Um, in his devastation, he moved away for 10 years. Uh, in the 10th year, he came back to our city. We reconnected, and after spending some time together, we decided that we were going to try a second time. Um, but I let him know that I was still of that mindset, like I'm not sitting down waiting for things to happen. You're either about something or you're not about something. If you're not about anything, maga move on. Simple. So um, we did another two years, and at the end of two years, I realized that he was still in the same place for for some things um, as he was when we were dating the first time around. And so I ended the relationship a second time. I'm pretty sure he thinks I'm a bitch and he hates me right now. And I'm okay with that. Um, but it, it really is a matter of prioritizing what is important to you and what you want to relate in a relationship and what you want in a partner. Um, I do agree with you, CJ, that you have to determine for yourself what's an allowable amount of time, but don't make yourself into a fool waiting for anybody and not just this person but waiting for anybody to become the person that they say that they want to be or to become the person that maybe you want to be why stop smiling at me um sometimes you need to let people do their journey by themselves you know if you if you feel that he is worth it wait for him but don't sit around waiting you know twiddling your thumbs waiting for something to happen that may or may not happen i do commend him for being able to admit that he is not ready and that there is more work that he needs to do on himself because I, I do think that there are a lot of people who string people along because they don't want to be alone while they're on a journey and then they dump the person once they've reached to the pinnacle of where they're where they feel like they need to be absolutely um those kind of sh situations are shitty and I, and I hate that um but but give him some time like if you're if you're not pressed and you're not in an urgent rush to like get married or have babies or whatever it is um, and you feel that he's worth it, give him some time. But also be mindful of what it is that you want in your relationship and, and don't tie yourself to waiting forever for him. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree with everything you said there. It's it's and, uh, you know, I, I would want to ask um, and I guess I should have responded back with this young lady is if if they're like having sex or anything like that because if it, if they're strictly if he's being true and saying hey let's just hold off on everything i think that that that, that could tell you a lot but if he's 
having sex sex with you and he just doesn't want to have a relationship with you quite yet i think that there's some yeah yeah, absolutely absolutely um so i mean that's just a game playing until he's ready and then that's not that's not fair to her at all absolutely absolutely um and here here, here's a question and this isn't this just came to my head as we're talking about this what's your opinions on the whole having strictly um a sexual relationship and more importantly women saying that you know um a lot of times what i heard and i've never heard this at least spoke to me this is just me getting off on other people's uh conversations and stuff that's been had on social media but you hear a lot and i see a lot of posts where women say you can't have sex with me like that and expect me not to catch feelings I, I'm, I'm of a mind to where i don't necessarily associate if you know depending on the situation the feelings with sex but what, what, what are your opinions on that <laughs> okay so one of my common mottos that i tell my female friends is don't carry your feelings in your vagina i have female friends my women friends and and individuals that have you know asked me my opinion or advice about things i said like sex for the pleasure of sex and love intimacy are two different things do not freaking yes don't carry your feelings in your vagina the only thing you should be concerned about when you are having sex for pleasure, and this is not your man, this is not even somebody where you want to do it. This is just somebody that you saw him, you think he's sexy, you guys kicked it, you're cool, you guys are on a cool level, you decide that you're going to fuck. Enjoy the fuck for what it is, beg you. Don't carry your feelings in your vagina. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Enjoy the orgasm. Enjoy, you know, like people get... And it's not to say that you should minimize the value of sex and intimacy, but you've got people out here holding up their front, sorry, their vagina. In Jamaica, we call it front and a bunch of other things. But you have women here holding up their front for no good reason, letting it collect dust, letting it collect cobwebs. And in the process, they just become angry and bitter because they're not getting no good good. And then by the time they find a man, they're just so angry about everything. It's like when they do finally have sex, they want to like latch their claws into him and hold on tight. And that scares people. Like you don't need to go. You know what I mean? It just don't don't carry your feelings in your vagina. It's unnecessary. Enjoy the pleasure for what it is. If you have an intimate relationship with someone, that intimacy, intimacy should be on a whole other level where it's not just about the sexual gratification. You are connected intimately to this person. You are connected at the heart to this person. You are connected on an, an emotional, intellectual level with this person. It's a completely different thing. Stop carrying your feelings in your vagina. That's not where they are. That's where your orgasms and all that other good shit is. Not your feelings. Don't carry your feelings in your vagina. I think we just found the, the title for this episode. It is totally going to be... <laughs> <laughs> don't carry your feelings in your vagina um but yeah i mean uh, that that's an amazing way to put it <laughs> amazing way to put it um yeah I, th- I think that will cut out a lot of problems like sex is sex and like you said intimacy is a totally different thing and yes intimacy and sex can be used to heighten the other but if you're just having sex realize that that's what that's what it is it, it's completely different from intimacy um and I mean, to go back to me talking about Pretty Woman earlier, she specifically said, I don't kiss in the mouth because it's too intimate. So you got you have to if 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 certain if you know you associate certain sexual acts with intimacy, don't do them when you, if you're just having a sexual relationship. 
What are your thoughts on it? I completely agree. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm a weird kind of woman because I think differently. And people, my girlfriend, <laughs> one of my best friends, she tells me all the time. She's like, she tells me all the time there's something wrong with me. Um, she's like, because you'll just have like sex and cut. I'm like, okay, but I don't need to lay down and cuddle with you. No, we don't need to spoon. No, I'm not making you a sandwich. No, you don't need to make me a sandwich. No, I don't want to stay and hang out. I'll chill with you for a little bit, but I live somewhere. I'm going to my yacht. <laughs> no, I don't want to need to take a shower here. I can, sh you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. And and one of my girlfriends, she, she keeps getting hurt because she'll have sex with these men or with whoever she's talking to or interested in he's not interested in having a deeply personal relationship but she feels like okay well i'm gonna give him some and that's gonna change his mind no it's not then she wants to like lay down and cuddle and lay in the wet spot and do all these things i'm like bro you set yourself up kind of harm like i'm like did he make you come yes did he eat the pussy yes did you get everything that you needed sexually yes bitch go home <laughs> She wants, to, she wants to lay in the wet spot. What? You're honest, sorry. Like, it's unnecessary. And I keep uh, saying to her, stop hearing your feelings in your vagina. You're mixing the two things up. And that's well, how do I, things. you know, such a good orgasm. Yes, it was a good orgasm. Your body is, it releases all kinds of chemicals. It makes you feel relaxed. You sleep better. You're walking on your tippy toes and it's wonderful. Enjoy that experience. Enjoy that a moment. He's not your husband. Stop it. Stop trying to man make the man wife you. That's not what it's. No, don't do it. Take your feelings out of your vagina. Wow, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, I, no, you're fine. You're fine. I, 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 I think it definitely needed to be said. My thing is back when, back when I was, <laughs> back when, back when I was still in the world uh, and out here bad. My thing was when when people used to say like the whole thing of. How you gonna have sex with me like that and not have feelings? Look, sex. I'm, my job in having sex is to make it the best possible experience ever. That doesn't necessarily mean I give two fucks about you. That just means that I, I I'm very <laughs> good at what I do. But um, I mean, and that's just and yes, that that's a a man's perspective. I think generally the world looks at it. That's how men look at sex. But like women, if you know you can't do that, then you, then just sexual relationships aren't for you, and don't do it. Like don't That's do it. Yeah, exactly. Don't don't try to complain to arena because you just you're gonna get hurt. And I've I've come across men who are like that too. Um, when they come across a woman who thinks the way that they think, it shakes them, and they don't know exactly what to do with that. And then they find themselves more curious on an emotional level okay well she's like this and she's cool you know i want to kick it with no i'm worse i'm still not interested we had an agreement <laughs> good let's just stick to that keep it rolling <laughs> so <laughs> all right la last question last question of the day and uh it, you know this this is actually a really good question for us because we can't give uh, bo both perspectives on it and that is um, a person's body count, as in the number of sexual partners that they had. If you, if you are really interested in dating someone, does that number matter to you? I'll, I'll let you answer this one first. As from a, a woman's perspective, if a man told you I had sex with two hundred women, would would that if you were really interested in that person, would it matter to you at all? I couldn't care less if he had sex with. The only thing that would matter to me sexually with him is if he was a virgin, because then I would know that I can't break him the first time around. I have to take time with him and ease him into the life of the Jones. That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. 
outside of that, I don't give a shit how many women you've slept with. That has nothing to do with me. All I would be concerned about is whether or not you protected yourself. And even in, in cases you haven't, that you've at least gotten checked on a fairly regular basis, not just for me, most definitely for yourself. That's the only thing I care about. You have people out here that are quietly whoring and nobody cares. You've got people who have been saving themselves for the one and the one never comes along and they're miserable and unhappy. I, none of that is relevant to anything. It doesn't put an extra dollar on my check. It doesn't pay my light bill. It doesn't feed me when I'm hungry. None of that is relevant to anything. We had this conversation in our last pod podcast that people get caught up with the wrong things and the wrong types of information. Oh, well, how many women did you sleep with? Which one did you like? You know, did she do this? Did Why do you care? Does that help you please the man better? Does that help the romance between the two of you and, and the sexual, you know, tension and everything else between? No, it doesn't. What you should be focused on is how, you know, how good you're going to suck his dick or how great you're going to drop your ass on him or, you know, I'm going to wear these heels the next time I see him and I'm going to I'm going to dance and give him the lap dance of his life and then just put it on him. Those are the things that you should be preoccupied with. Body count matters to who it, it doesn't change the scope of anything. If you love me and I slept with 200 men, you should still love me if I slept with five men. If I slept with 50, it's irrelevant. Exactly. And to me, the way that I look at it is that from a man's perspective, if I was pursuing a woman, I, I honestly don't even think I'd ask because it's just like, what does it matter? I, I, I would more so ask, have you been tested? I, I could care less if you've been with a whole bunch of people. Like, I, I mean, I, I guess younger, like when I was at, like 19, maybe it mattered to me. But now as an adult, it's just like, okay, you slept with 50 people. Were you safe? Have you been tested since then? Yes, yes. That's all I care about. I, I don't give two flying Fs about it. Um, It's just, it, that's, that's just people. Like, what does it change when you know? So exactly. you and I start dating and you say to me, you know, AJ, how many, how many men have you been with? And I say to you, CJ, I have slept with 171.5 men. 0.5. That's that's the only thing I that's the only thing I'd ask who's how did this point five come about? Like that's the most <laughs> interesting thing in that for me. I'm like, uh how 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 did we get to a point? But uh yeah, it's just it doesn't matter. Like people get caught up in so much little shit that really just doesn't fucking matter. Find somebody who's who's for you. We we've said this on both the episodes we've done together so far. So find somebody for you, love the hell out of them. Go about your business. Love the hell out of them. Fuck the hell out of them. There you go. The only thing you should be concerned about is eclipsing his thought of any woman that ever came before you. Focus on that. Don't focus on the number. Focus on that. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I don't know. Like like I said, I'm a very, very confident and sure of myself person in almost all aspects in life. So it's just like, I don't care. I don't even care if your ex had you hanging from a chandelier. I don't give a damn because when I get done with you, I guarantee you're not going to be thinking about it. It's just not even going to be a thought in your mind. It doesn't matter. That and that's exactly the way that I think. It's like, hmm, okay. So your ex, I guarantee you won't remember what her name is when I'm done with you. <laughs> and that should be the only thought in regards to anything about the ex. AJ, we killed it yes, as sir. we always do. As we always do. <laughs> do you want to impart any wisdom on the people before we decide to go ahead and close out this podcast today? Just going with the slogan for the women out there, my sisters, my loves, stop carrying your feelings in your vagina. It is okay to enjoy sex for the pure pleasure of sex. 
stop confusing love and intimacy with sexual gratification. There's nothing wrong with having sex for the enjoyment of it. Take your feelings out of your vagina. Beg your please. <laughs> there you go. And I, I, I just want to implore like people, everyone, step the fuck up. Like that's all it is. Every stop being so such a prude. Stop being so self-conscious. Go in there grab you a handful of hair and keep it moving that's what that's all that needs to happen <laughs> make sure it's secure before you because that could cause a fight that you don't want just saying yeah unless you and make sure it's not a wig because you if you pull and the wig just comes off then that just ruins the whole moment for everybody oh it just kills the whole mood yep, yep. AJ this yes. is this, this has been a great episode fun as always to have you we share laugh stories and you finally got me to just yes, say some crazy bro. shit um yes. <laughs> <laughs> you tell the people where they can find you i am on instagram at badass underscore jones underscore uh we also have a new twitter page called 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 <laughs> that's your cue to answer oh oh um love lust and bas is that what i I don't remember. Sure. Love Lust and BAS. Uh, for and Love BAS. Lust and um, You can also, if you're, if you don't want to email uh, the Awakened Soul, you can also email us at uh, Love Lust and BAS at yahoo.com. Uh, and Absolutely. I think that that's it. Well, that's, that's it for it. me. <laughs> and you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's at CEO H A I Z E. I do have an announcement before we go. This will be. And, it, and it, this may even be on its own feed, but this would definitely be the last episode of Love, Lust, and Badass Soul on the Awakened Soul feed because I'm going to create its own feed for this podcast. So I'll definitely tweet out the links to that. But because this is turned into its own monster, I definitely want it to have it to have its own lane and it's going to be its own feed on iTunes, its own everything. Check it out. I'm so excited. I, I love doing this podcast with you, by the way. Um, and people love it too. I already told you. Uh, you you've gotten a, a nice little fandom amongst amongst a group of people I know. Um, and also let's let's announce it. Hayes Day B Day weekend. Yes, it's yes. coming. It's fast approaching. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be December first through the third in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's gonna be so much fun. So much it is. Fun. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yes. So come out, buy your boy some drinks. Maybe a lap dance or two. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> AJ, thank you again. Let's go ahead and tell the people good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> good night, beautiful people. Peace. <laughs>